0: This episode was recorded over Discord voice chats, so the audio may not be as high quality in comparison to other recent episodes. So bear with me, because now I'm running the entire show today. The last time was just a, a trailer, you know? It was a tease.
1: Don't mind me doing AutoCAD homework. I don't know what to do. High five the closest person next to me. Yeah.
2: School sucks. I got a midterm tomorrow. Uh, not tomorrow. Thursday.
1: Nice. Well, not nice, but yeah. Dude, yeah, awesome no, school's, Death in despair School's the worst <laughs>
2: that, just means, that just means that I'm going to be almost done Soonish Yeah, well,
1: and then you're is... coming back, right? Yes, sir Yes we You're know, going to play a crap ton of disc golf when you get here You already know yeah. Ooh, it's his mom
0: <laughs> Anakin Skywalker He was my master
3: you should have seen him in person.
0: He was powerful. Rarely lost a battle. Then everything changed. The war ended, and the Jedi were accused of treason. One by one,
3: they were hunted down. My name?
0: All right, and welcome back to another episode of the JavaScript Group podcast, and today we'll be going through uh, Ahsoka, episode 7, 8, and just overall thoughts on the show. One of our other members will be here, I guess, in the next 20 minutes uh, to kind of pop in and see where we're at. So, uh, there's a lot of cover, um, just some, got some characters to talk about, the new ones, uh, possibly some saber combat, some new overall story of the show, where it's going to head, and, uh, yeah, kind of see where it goes. Mm-hmm. So, 7. Maybe we'll try to do wrap of the show, talk about 7 and 8, kind of together. And then we can do some overall thoughts, likes, dislikes, mm-hmm. aspects of the show that were boss aspects of the show that made us want to quit watching it. Um, oh. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just throwing stuff out there. But, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> Yeah, we thoughts on
2: the show that made you want to quit watching. <laughs> no,
0: up, I just, I, not not for me personally, but I just you, know, you never know. It could be could be an option for somebody. I have
1: to go do my laundry quickly. I'll be back. Oh, okay. <laughs> my mom's getting <laughs> mad at me.
0: Oh oh Can't have
2: that. Um, did we talk about seven?
0: No, no. It's, uh, we're doing uh... seven, eight, and then overall. I have a lot of the overall stuff. Okay, okay. On. Oh, I have to remember not... what happened
2: in. Seven is when they. First meet
0: Ezra, right? No, that's. Tri- okay, I think we had to do a quick scan first. We gotta do a quick scan. <laughs> We're gonna talk about episode seven, except we don't know what happened in episode seven.
2: Getting the gang back together.
0: Yes. Um. Uh, C-3PO was a cameo. Um, right, it's more that was Hera talking to
2: that was all that mattered,
0: <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, talking to Mon Mothma about like the threat of Thrawn. And some of the New Republic um, senators were like, well, There's no way, there's other galaxies and other all space whales and all this stuff. Thrawn's army C3PO comes in, um, which I believe there was a reference to Princess Leia. Um, because he's, because I think he references yeah. Senator Organa, which I guess at that point would be, um, would be Leia. Yeah. I do. I do really um, like these scenes. Actually, like like I, mm-hmm. I like these political side of things. Cause it just shows that like even uh, after the Empire, it's like, you still have some remnants in the New Republic that's still like, oh we don't know, we don't know, right? And a little bit of a little bit of doubt, totally legit. Yeah.
2: It's. <sighs> As much as I dislike the politics episodes of like the Clone Wars and like whenever it's like, uh guys, let's just like, I, I just want to see another lightsaber battle. Like, I just, I just love seeing lightsaber battles. Um, oh,
0: totally. Totally.
2: It's nice to like rein it in a little bit with some politics that like, rounds out the show. Yeah. It, it brings you back to like, oh, there's actually a political, um, repercussions which they didn't really have the strongest point and like it wasn't the biggest um issue or conflict really like they kind of made it a little bit seem like oh Hera's doing <laughs> Hera's being naughty Hera's being um a bad general and like being a babe what are the repercussions of that and we kind of don't get to see that just because leia comes in and saves the day I don't know. I feel like they could have done that a little better, um, but it does give us kind of like uh, what, you, like what you mentioned, the little, the little view of um, there's still people in the Republic that are like, I don't know. There's still like dissent. There's still people that are like, not against the greater good, like I, how, however you put it.
0: Lesser of two. There's peoples. people that
2: want peace, and sometimes they want peace too much. Because then they don't see the threat of an attack possibly coming in, like Thrawn. So, like the senator w- was saying, he's like, "It's bit, oh, that sounds like, or it reads like a, a children's tale or something." Yeah, like yeah. false Jedi, um, Thrawn's return, that kind of thing. Like, yeah, like he he wants peace, but he's not willing to see the threat, even though it's right in front of him.
0: Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay, makes makes so, sense. So,
2: it's it's like I don't know I don't I don't know how you put that in terms of like conflict wise because it wasn't like the biggest point they made in the show. Yeah, but, it was
0: just more of like a hovering factor to the yeah. overall story. I I've always liked Star Wars politics. I it's it's uh I think it's very necessary. I love the mm. obviously any Star Wars fan would like. The Star Wars, uh, or the lightsaber battles and conflict and all the all that combat, a lot more. Um, I do think the politics play a, a very important role in how the universe plays out, especially if uh, you start off with the original trilogy. And I think that's why they expanded the the uh, politics side of things so much. Um, it's like when Obi Wan's telling Luke, like, "Oh, the Clone Wars, like fought your uh, fought with your father in the Clone Wars," and. Um, it's like over a thousand generations, the Jedi Knights were the guardians of peace and justice in, in the Old Republic. <laughs> Until the Dark Times, it's like, well, what does that look like, right? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and then how does how does it go from like a ten thousand Jedi to maybe four as of yeah. in the context of the original trilogy before all the expanded video games and Ahsoka, all that stuff? When the when Yoda says there is another, there's like you know ten, but uh, in the original context of the original trilogy, there was just Luke and Leia, Obi-Wan, Yoda, and that was basically mm. it at the time. So it's like, how do you go from <laughs> 10,000 to four at this point? So it's, 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 that's why the politics plays such a massive role in terms of like in the prequel trilogy, where the Jedi go from peacemakers or peacekeepers to war generals in the front lines in full-on war, and they're not fully trained for that kind of combat, right? So it makes them all... That's why in the Clone Wars you see so many random Jedi just die because they're just like... Yeah. I mean, they're also one-offs, not... but at the same time, it's like they're still <laughs> not trained for that kind of action.
2: Different Jedi have different jobs.
0: Yeah, totally. And then there was the, the c- c- very brief cameo from Anakin right at the beginning with Ahsoka's training. Right. Um,
2: while they're sitting in the, the way.
0: Yes. um, I want <laughs> to try and find it. It might take me a bit, so just like keep saying thoughts.
2: I will return to my point that I don't really like how they did Thrawn. I like how he acts, but he just...
1: He's a little off-putting. Yeah, just is... something about him. But I think that's just what happens when you take a character from... An animated series it's hard it's impossible to like get it exact right but i think they did a pretty good job of portraying like who he is as a character just his tenacity and his ability to look into the future as someone who didn't watch rebels yeah um i i thought that he was really well done just like who he is as a character
2: yeah um, my my pre-existing knowledge actually comes from the books, um, mm. which is interesting. Uh, I got I have like an interesting take on it because he's like how they portray him in the show is actually closer to how he is really well how he is in the books. He's very like
1: rather than the show,
2: rather than the show, or okay. well rather than rebels. Um, right i think or or they they do it both why it's been a while since i've watched rebels but he's very like he sees he doesn't underestimate anybody no like like that's kind of the
1: best thing thing you can have
2: that's honestly the biggest thing that we have in shows is like oh the jedi will never like we'll beat the jedi and then Thrawn is like no Mm -hmm. they'll find a way so we're gonna we're gonna account for that and he doesn't underestimate them
1: well it was it was really funny seeing like just his how he reacted when he heard that ahsoka was anakin's padawan he was like yeah so let's uh make sure that we don't um underestimate her because obviously he he dealt with vader right i think if i'm not incorrect on that
0: she
1: oh, no, um Thrawn did.
0: Thrawn did in Legends.
1: In Legends, okay. Yeah. But not in the show. Yeah, wasn't there a whole book about it? Like him and Thrawn? Vader and Thrawn?
0: Not a whole book exactly.
1: Remember. Oh. I thought I had seen that somewhere. Oh shoot. I, don't know. I
0: I think I found the quote. There's actually something very interesting that I noticed. You guys hear that? No, nope. No? Okay. Um So basically, in the very brief scene in episode seven, um, which was definitely way overlooked, Morgan gives Thrawn, like, a tablet thing. Basically expresses, like, oh, she was, like, the Padawan of Anakin Skywalker. And then he, like, doubles back and he's like, are you sure, like, she's the only starship? Mm. So I'm like, and I'm seeing this all over, like, Instagram stories and stuff like that. And there's, like, a fan theory developing where it's like morgan Elsbeth was in the known galaxy right um (laughs) for a long period of time probably in a little bit of cahoots with moff gideon like given the fact that gideon and Thrawn are both empire um so morgan probably goes to see Thrawn and is like hey so this is what's happened in the last 40 years so like palpatine and vader are dead (laughs) you know (laughs) and Luke Skywalker is running around and all that stuff. So then when she gives him the tablet and he's like Anakin Skywalker, like general Anakin Skywalker, and then doubles back into like, it's only one ship, right? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Right. So it's like, there's a, the fan theory is, is that he knows about Luke Skywalker and is actually genuinely afraid of him, which makes a ton of sense. Given the fact that Luke's repertoire in the empire is that he entered the room into the into the Emperor's throne room with Vader, and came yep. out alive with the Emperor and Vader dead. Right. <laughs> so with Thrawn kind of knowing that knowledge, it's like given. I mean, yeah, he had that connection of being trained by Anakin, and then Luke is still around. It's like they might have a connection. They may have this, and he's going back to the No Galaxy. So now he's got to like deal with Luke now, mm-hmm. which I think might. Become a movie, to be honest. <laughs> That'd
1: be do sick.
2: Think, do you think they come up with an Ahsoka season two, or are they going to do an Avengers and make? I would make one big show.
0: I would be okay with some sort of collaboration season where they kind of bring in, um, like Ahsoka. Well, they have Ahsoka and Sabine as their like storyline. That's
2: line? what it's going to come to. Um, because Moff Gideon from Mandalorian. Right? Yeah, yeah I, and Ahsoka. Yeah, an Andor.
1: And, and Boba Fett.
0: Andor and was died. like Andor's was dead, my dude. Oh, fair. Shit.
1: <laughs> but but I I have seen a video of like the theory of like all of those people like coming together to fight Thrawn and the Night Sisters because that's like a big theory, right? All those things that they were loading into the um, ship crates of like undead Night Sisters or sleeping Night Sisters because the Thrawn was. They were they were talking to, or sorry, the three night sisters were talking to Elsbeth, and they said like you heard us in like our dreams, so they were probably all sleeping. So there's the theory that like all those are like still sleeping night sisters, and then there's a big branch off that of what were they hiding from, and then there's the theory of um, what's her name?
0: Mother Talzin?
1: Not Mother Talzin. Um. Morgan who's? No, what was uh, Balin looking for again?
0: Oh, Abiloth.
1: oh. Abiloth. That Abeloth. was is, like, on that planet as well, and that's what they were, like, hiding from, and, like, so they went and, like, hid in that castle and, like, went to sleep or something like that. I don't know.
0: <laughs> yeah. Honestly, like, if that was going to be the take that they would do with this movie, that would be nuts. And I think... I think it's very plausible that Balin was being called by her for whatever reason. Don't know. Um, mm-hmm. There's still a lot of aspects about the ones that are very, <laughs> very complex and mysterious, which is super yeah. cool. Um, yeah, we're, we're like not even halfway through seven. We're already talking about th- the ideas mm-hmm. based, uh, on, uh, based on eight, certain eight lines. Um, it, it, based on certain lines. Like I think overall, like episode seven is probably their weakest one. But there's some lines that really stand out where it's like, yeah, you've got the Anakin cameo, you've got C-3PO, and it's like lines like this where it's like, is she alone? So it's like that worry of like, oh, crap, like, what if, what information does he have that we don't know about? Because we don't see a lot of the Morgan-Thrawn interaction, right? Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> at least in terms of how they met, whatever. and um,
2: We do. So I think the important parts in Seven are like obviously the connection with ezra and ahsoka and uh, sabine really like the interaction between baland and shin yeah after censor, he like oh he's like it's we're separating paths now and it kind of seemed like it came out of the blue a little bit mm-hmm. um but he was like sending her off for her final test um and some part of me thinks that he knew she was gonna lose
0: she isn't Shin. Yeah,
1: fair enough. He, I feel like he kind of has the same kind of um thing as Thrawn, where he's like, you know what? It's for the greater good, like of you know, their perspective of good. Like you can sacrifice yourself for that. Because Thrawn was like to to Elspeth, he was like the Night Sisters. I'm not too sure who it was, but they were saying like it was a sacrifice and that kind of stuff.
2: It was Thrawn to Elspeth.
1: Thrawn to Elspeth, yeah. So I think that's kind of like a similarity between Thrawn and Balin, in a way. But, I don't know. That could be far-fetched.
2: And then, when Morgan runs away... Or, sorry, when Shin runs away after fighting, and Ahsoka's like, I can help you. Ahsoka sees something. Because, obviously... You wouldn't say that to like a full blown Sith, per se. I, I mean, don't know. You want. said it to Anakin. Yeah. But you you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Ahsoka's yep. like, oh, like I can help you, and then then we get that foreshadowing, or sorry, we get that foreshadowing, and then eight is when it like comes true. The other thing is when Ezra was uh about to fight those um like
1: the undead,
2: the warriors. No, in seven still. Oh. And he didn't take Sabine's lightsaber or oh. his lightsaber.
1: I I was kinda cheesed about that, but at the oh, same time okay. it's literally just allowing for her to have it for episode eight, so
2: Well, it is and it isn't because he gave Hello? it to her. Still here as Tommy. Here.
0: Of course. Uh I want to see your face.
3: Yeah, except I do not have a camera. Let me see your face. Download Droid Cam. That's what I'm doing.
1: Let me phone. see it. My phone is Well, I
2: would actually. Does my other. And you type in your IP address and then. No, I'm curious. Give if me your social I... security.
1: <laughs> oh? <laughs> Hold up. <laughs> just... Let me write it down.
3: <laughs> I feel like. My oh, you want my credit is card too number wide too? For
1: this. Uh, do you actually have your numbers memorized? I do, yeah. Wow, that's impressive! I just let my computer remember it.
0: <laughs> yeah, MacBooks. <laughs> or or I guess.
2: Any you never computer. know when you need to type in, you know, orders for online things. Orders
1: for online things in. like discs and uh, uh, discs. Ah,
3: yes. And oh. uh, <laughs> more discs. And more discs. Yeah.
0: While you're yeah. while you're setting up, think let about me your try... faster seven.
3: Okay. Uh-huh. Seven. You guys aren't even. Oh boy. No, we're almost done. Seven. Oh,
0: okay. We're pretty much segwaying. Let me at try. Yeah.
2: Um. Oh, his hmm. forcing. So I-, I read a thing about when oh, Ezra was forcing the lightsaber. It's like testing his ability against hers because you he used the force to wield the lightsaber, right? Because when um, Ahsoka was teaching Sabine to use the dark saber, it was like heavy. Well, also for the Mandalorian, it's heavy, and that's because when you use it, it's your force ability as well as, you know, like it's it's your sensitivity working with the kyber crystal in a weird, I don't know, fantasy Jedi kind hey. of way. Um, that's
3: progress.
1: And, Aiden's like, excuse me, I was talking,
2: <laughs> and and the the lightsaber cutting like that. Um,
0: yeah, you know, that was cool. That was a cool yeah. effect actually
2: is his force ability against her force ability and not so mm. much.
0: I think, I think it's very uh, appropriate to say that we would much rather mm. see as earth green saber. Yep. Um, <laughs> but I, I was totally, which is so bizarre to me. Cause it's just like, um, cause Kylo and Ray did the same thing in episode nine, the forcing of the lightsaber blades or whatever they were. But it's just like, they they copy, not copy, but they reference the sequel stuff so subtly. And you're just like, dude, that's so sick. Holy crap. And then you just always forget that the sequels did it. And you're just like, oh. Oh. (laughs) Uh, I don't care. Ezra doing it makes way more sense than Ray. Of course. Kylo made sense because, you know, he was trained by Luke. I mean, yeah. So was Rick. What do you guys think about the lightsaber combat in general for the show?
1: I liked it. Um, they really had to amp it up after in, like having Anakin with um, Ahsoka. I think as soon as you do that, it's like you have to have good uh, lightsaber choreography for the rest of the show. Otherwise, you're just setting yourself up for failure. And I think they did pretty good against the... Um, uh, like, the undead, uh, clone troopers. It was kind of like, that choreography wasn't very good, in my opinion, but I can live past that. In me opinion.
0: I heard noises coming from Tama.
1: I did. Mahulk?
0: Mahulk. Bro,
3: I can't find my micro USB board. Uh... Give me a second. grab mine from my car.
0: But you have Android. You should have abundance of those cords. No,
3: I have <laughs> USB-C.
1: Ah. Uh, right there, Buckle. But you <laughs> had micro It's USB. different. That's poo. Cool. Yes.
0: <laughs> that's, yes. Big, that's big sad. <clears throat> um, Big sad boy.
2: The Baelin Ahsoka fights are always fun.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I do I do get the criticism of the fighting in this uh in this show. But I mean, it's probably the most dedicated lightsaber combat that we've gotten since the sequel trilogy, so I think I can I can get behind it. <laughs> yeah. I think obviously episode five combat was way better, but I think it's because while well, Hayden Christensen was trained and by a way better choreographer than these guys were.
1: Who is he trained by?
0: Um a wonderful man by the name of Nick Gillard. He choreographed all the fights for the prequel trilogy. Oh wow.
1: Yeah. Hey, He's like a <laughs> Mom, I'm doing a podcast. Get out of my room. Mom.
3: <laughs> no, my parents are playing ping pong, so mom's like, what oh, do you want to play ping pong? <laughs> Where's my extra USB slot?
1: I couldn't imagine my parents going downstairs and playing ping pong. (laughs) That would never (laughs) happen.
3: It's not even our ping pong table. It's a friend's.
1: Oh, Well, I got to use it while he's doing runos.
3: Yeah. He's doing runos on his house right now. So, so we have it.
1: Very nice.
0: He did all the stunts. He did all the stunts for the prequel trilogy. Um,
1: Oh, that is pretty epic. Um, I, I need to make
0: is.
3: sure I click the right thing on
0: here. Don't click the wrong thing now. You will be recorded and I'll Say use it as
3: dirt. PC camera. Okay.
0: I I found episode 7 to be just like okay. a quick, short
1: and sweet one. <laughs> yeah.
3: Oh yeah, there we go. It's working, but Ayo. it's all the way over there.
1: <laughs> well, so is mine. <laughs>
3: You guys are on the opposite <laughs> screen for me, so I gotta put it over here a little bit, so it's a little bit closer. Oh, we're
2: all
1: on Discord. We Aww. are. <laughs> I never <laughs> go on Discord. Makes
2: me happy. Uh,
3: this... can't say I don't ever go on Discord. <laughs> <laughs> on a daily basis? <laughs> on a daily basis. <laughs>
2: Definitely.
1: Uh. Dang. I just... Well, Adrian, tell I us your a... thoughts.
0: Thoughts on um, seven. Thoughts yep. on seven. Don't that's say so anything seven. about eight. Don't say anything about overall. Just seven. Don't do it. Seven.
3: Yeah, okay, now I have to quickly give myself a recap on what even happened in seven that's not included in eight. <laughs> uh,
0: I mean, if you bleed over into eight, it's whatever at this point, considering that we're just doing overall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: Put that on the other
2: screen. Yo. Uh, I could see the
1: fact that you're watching it right now.
3: Yeah, you could see it. <laughs> <Yeah. sure. laughs> you
2: could. Remember, I'm,
1: yeah. I'm currently watching. Okay. Revenge of the Sith. What? Oh, no,
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> what does Tony Stark say? That. And you didn't invite more me. Stuff. Uh, yeah, real. that's my bad. <laughs> Put, uh, more Night Sister garbage. Garbage! Whoa! Yeah. Garbage? Whoa. Oh, you explain explain yourself! Right now! You explain yourself.
1: yourself, boy! Explain yourself! <laughs> explain yourself, fool! <laughs> you have committed explain a great sin! Explain yourself. explain yourself. Fine, don't. It's
2: okay. So, how was everybody's Thanksgiving weekend? So good.
3: Just want turkey. Turkey's mediocre, though. <laughs>
0: Oh, you take that another
3: back. Hot You take, you take that. Right. You you take unless that back, sir. You take right. that back. Turkey you is almost always the driest, tasteless meat you will ever have. This you man just is turkey some right. fiery
1: hot takes.
0: Adrian, what are your thoughts nope, no, on uh, seven and eight? We'll just bleed into eight at this point because we're basically done seven. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, I, I mean, will
3: be. I obviously another I didn't minutes. hear whatever you guys said, but I can probably just second all of all of it, like, like, and what you guys originally. I mean, what we said in the group chat, right? Like, eight was better. It was still a good episode overall, right? The pacing was fine, in my opinion. Um, one of the one of the neat things about it that does bleed into episode eight as well is like, Thron's like, "Oh yeah, we can we, we can do this," and then it actually fails, and then he's like, "Huh, interesting. Okay." And he like stays calm the whole time, and he doesn't overreact, even though you can see Mor- Morgan Elsbeth getting increasingly worried because he's like yeah. he's not really that stressed about it. It's just, yeah, I, I liked that right, because you, because if you know who the character is, you know that that fits the character perfectly. Mm-hmm. That yep. he is very calm and collected because he's just he's constantly calculating everything.
0: But the thing is that he—he's like right most of the time. <laughs>
3: mm-hmm. Yeah. Apart from that, I don't think I have much else to say about episode seven. The as Ez- yeah, I mean the Ezra duel stuff without anything. Yeah. I mean it makes sense. I'm trying to think of other characters that would have spent, like, that much time in solitude that really got good in the Force. Like, my Star Wars knowledge isn't as fast as someone like Cody, so I can't think of anything that fast. Like, in
0: in terms of, like, actual solitude? Would have been...
3: Or similar solitude, right? Like, 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 I'm trying to think if something similar has happened that we've seen where a character basically was just by themselves and they had nothing else to do but um, train in the force, right? So then that led him... Obi-Wan Kenobi. Be, that was stronger.
0: Um, obi Wan solitude is very different than Ezra's. Mm-hmm. Obi- obi- we don't know obi- obi- how long Ezra's solitude's been for.
3: I can't think of anybody who had a similar...
0: yeah it probably well in terms of solitude we know very like nice. obi-wan did but his solitude's very much spent half in trauma um mm-hmm. i mean yeah. you you, you watch the show i mean you look at, yeah you look at the show and it's canon right so it's like okay well you go from traumatized dude to mostly a definitely more hopeful so that that assault is very different in comparison to ezra but we don't really know the full backstory of how that exile went um Mm-hmm. Then you got Yoda, but I mean it's freaking Yoda. <laughs> and then you got yeah. Luke who basically just had green milk all the time. When, um yeah,
3: and went down a rabbit hole.
0: And went down a rabbit hole. Yeah.
3: Which we consider not really canon because it doesn't make sense for his character. Either way, that's besides the point. Um
0: yeah.
3: I do think it makes sense like um Oh shoot, I already forget who mentioned it about like him being stronger in the force than her and that kind of showing him showing and the interaction showing that that he, that he was just able to stop her lightsaber for the most part. You could tell that he was definitely putting like as much effort as he could into it. Yeah. Um Yeah. It is nice. It's, yeah, it's always fun watching, like, seeing a good action sequence, like, written and performed well of a Jedi without their signature weapon and using other means in a fight, right? Because for the most part, he was even still playing physical, like, he was using a lot of force, force pushes and stuff like that, but he was also just being physical and throwing them around. Um. And it it just kind of shows, yeah. It was it was well done in my opinion. For for as kind of cheesy it was going, all I need is the four like, kind yeah kind of cheesy per se the the whole thing. I still think it was done well. It was performed mm. well and it was written well, in my opinion.
0: Okay. Okay. We got most of the elements from seven out of the way. What about some of the the elements from eight that you guys liked, disliked? Dive deep.
3: Are we are we allowed to get the elephant out of the room? Sure. So wait, I mentioned wait, this wait, to wait. Depends on, which, <laughs> depends on which.
0: Depends on when. This.
3: This to who? <laughs> I mentioned this to Aiden and okay. our other star, like the other. Star Wars fan When I saw The owl mm. I started freaking out Dude <laughs> I was like There's no way That they're throwing this out there That blatantly And then You have Balen Skull Standing on top of The statue of the father Like Filoni? <clears throat> <Peloney? laughs> yeah. It was... I was... Yeah. I'm sure Cody's reaction was also very, holy crap, this is happening.
0: <laughs> I'm just... I saw it, and my first reaction was, season two, let's go. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that, that got me very excited. I
0: could probably quickly... It- um... The Night Sister stuff before the episode eight intro is kind of gnarly. I, that's like the first time that, well, probably the first or second time that it's happened in Star Wars canon, where it's just like this mass like Night Sister transformation, kind of mm-hmm. kind of crazy. That's um, very cool. And then with the blade of Talzin, which mm-hmm. at this point I'm like, it's, it was definitely a, the blade from Mother Talzin at this point, where it's mm-hmm. just like that got the connection of being like you know the head honcho of the Night Sister clan. Um Ezra making his saber, and then his little dialogue with Hu uh, Yang was was kind of funny. Oh,
3: dude. so good. <laughs>
0: that was pretty good.
3: Oh,
1: uh, was. Yeah. Where did they get the Kyber crystal from? Like, does he just keep those around in the ship? Probably. It's a Jedi shuttle.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's probably that Ezra might have held on to it.
2: Star Wars things.
1: Star Wars. I things. just think that. I really hope it was Ezra holding on to it because I feel like the whole making of your saber is like super sacred and it just kind of seemed a little too chill. Yeah. If you know what I'm saying.
0: Yeah. At least, yeah, I would have the same thing. I hope that he held on to it for all those years. Mm <laughs> hmm. Uh, then they got... Yeah, I
3: mean, all, like, the major points, right? Like, the Zombies was interesting.
0: The Zombies was kind of nice. I think I think they did kind of miss... I mean, I guess it depends on your audience, but even then, like, there's always a cut limb in Star Wars. Um, I think they missed on this aspect, where it's just, like, um, just to kind of show how powerful the um, Night Sister Magic is on their origin homeworld of... Like as they in the in the scenes, obviously Sabine, Ezra, and Ahsoka all come down, which by the way, with all their different saber colors was just like the coolest thing. Instead of them all like using the same color, it was just like they're mm-hmm. all different. You could tell who is who. And Sabine switching back and forth from the lightsaber to the blaster makes total sense. Um Ezra yep. and Ahsoka kinda of just doing their thing with the lightsabers makes total sense. Um Ahsoka, nope sorry sabine blocking bull i mean I, I mentioned this in the first episode i think very early on where i'm like i could see sabine using the force in like an adrenaline kind of moment um and that seemed to have been the entire run of this episode that she was able to use a lightsaber which i'm like you know what i get the criticism for it i get why yeah. people don't like it but i'm yeah. like you know what it's fine I think I can handle that. I can rewatch it and be like, you know what? That's a cool element to the show.
1: I think she was able to use a lightsaber now, just because. I I think Cody, you had mentioned this at the beginning, um, where like she was really bad with the saber, but now that like Ezra's life is kind of on the line, if you will, like all their lives kind of are, but Ezra's especially. She has like a heightened ability, well, which is
0: not really. Like, I, she's not really thinking about it right now. Hmm. Where it's like it's more like I a trust in her feelings. It,
3: I think part of it is also the closure when she was over over like when she was listening to Hui Yang and Ezra, right? And then she go and then she went and talked to Ahsoka on top of the ship. I think they were also trying to play into that where where the closure and just kind of kind of her coming to terms with being an apprentice and just kind of the relationship being like repaired in some way. Right. Between her and Ahsoka, right? I think based on like based on how how the how the episode goes, it does feel like they try they were trying to play into that as well, where she's Yeah, I don't know, it's kind of hard to explain, but yeah, like, coming to terms with being an apprentice and understanding a few more things that that when it comes to being a Jedi, just kind of allowed her to open herself up to the Force a bit more, which is part of wielding the force, like, one of the big things about wielding the force in the first place is opening yourself up to it, right? It's, like... Yeah, just being willing willing to,
1: like, give yourself to it.
3: So I think they were also trying to play into that. Yeah, I do kind of agree with some of the criticisms, like, yeah, deflecting the blaster shots.
0: So consistently.
3: Is okay... Is fine, like Cody said. Like you can get behind it. Um, part of me has a little bit of headcanon that uh, Ezra was helping her with, with pulling her lightsaber to herself and stuff like that. In that, in that other like really heavy moment
0: mm. where mm-hmm.
3: she was pulling the, yeah, pulling the lightsaber to herself. Kind of my own headcanon during that sequence was, oh yeah, Ezra gave her a little. Dutch. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: um, Which I guess would make sense in the immediate following moment that he was getting beaten up. <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah.
0: No, I I think I I'd I'd get behind that. I would. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I I kind of agree. With, yeah, I just for the most part, I just uh, yeah I agree with what you said. Where you you can see both sides. You you can understand the criticisms. Where. It kind of went... Like, if you just look at it based off of everything, like, Rebels and all... Yeah. She definitely went, like, 0 to 80. Or maybe, like, 5 or 10 to 80 pretty quick without much reason for it. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. is why you understand the criticism or whatever, but... Yeah. I mean, it's fine. It
0: it moves the story along. I think along. It, fits,
3: it moves the story along, exactly. So you you can get behind it because it's, it's still good storytelling
0: yeah i mean at the end of the day like sabine isn't like the main focus of the story mm-hmm. and what like film isn't capable of capturing every moment unless it's like a, 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 a super long series of some sort um <laughs> exactly i mean even like the <laughs> just the throwing it out there like even the extended lord of the rings and the hobbit trilogies don't cover every aspect of the book. Right. I mean, even with the the Hobbit trilogy, the extended edition, like, it doesn't cover all the aspects of the book still. It glosses over, changes things. Yeah, sure. That's film. It It's a different, it's a different form of media. Um, so it's like, what do you, what do you expect them to do? Just like train Sabine, like, just, just, at least they show her training and fail. Right. Um, yeah. So it makes mm. sense. Like, with the combination of, yeah, she's had practice, um, she's had training on and off, and it's not like you forget everything when you are off your training. Um, And the the extra headcanon of, like, uh, Ezra giving her an extra little bit of a nudge, I think if you have that in mind when you're watching the scenes with uh, Sabine and Ezra in the same area, with Sabine being like, holy crap, she's doing, like, these crazy things. I, if that's legit, I hope it's legit. I'll make it legit in my head too, because I I can get behind that. You mm-hmm. start to kind of
3: the idea of him helping. Yeah, those.
0: you can get behind those scenes a lot easier, I think. Uh, if I if I may circle back to the whole zombie and the limbs thing, um, because they don't show because I mean it's four lightsabers walking through slicing. Um, and deflecting blaster bolts and stuff like that. I think it would have been kind of crazy for the three Jedi to kind of come in, slice up these zombie stormtroopers and having all these, like, limbs and stuff all over the ground, which I get they didn't do, but at the same time, it's like, why not? Because there's always limbs cut off in Star Wars. And then when the Night Sister Magic kicks in and they all, like, resurrect, they all, like, start snapping back together. It's like having Mm. those arms, whatever, all those limbs kind of... Form back into those bodies would be like mm-hmm. super crazy. Just like a, a test, a, a testament to like the power of the Night Sister magic, which I think would be yeah. super sick. Um I mean, and then it comes in later where I think Morgan and Ahsoka's second duel is so much better than the first one.
2: Because well, the first one was kind of just like one sided. Really?
0: Yeah. I wonder if there's a kind of an element of Morgan hiding the fact she's a night sister. But at the same time, I don't really... Th- i would be kind of weird to hide that kind of ability against a Jedi. Maybe they didn't know what they wanted to do with her yet. Who knows?
2: I am interested to see how they <clears throat> out the situation that they are in. Because it's not like they can just ride another to where they're...
0: Well, you're cutting out my dude.
2: It's not like they can ride out the way to go back, right? They're going to have to figure out another way back. And
0: I think more eyes are way back.
2: It's going to get interesting.
1: I think, though, that the whole ending was kind of trying to signify that Ahsoka was where she was supposed to be with... Um, both the owl and with Anakin's Force Ghost, just kind of smiling, right? It's just kind of showing that, like, she's where she's supposed to be, and I think until, yeah, I don't think they're necessarily in a rush to bring her back, which I think is a good thing.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially in combo with seeing, um. Baelon's skull interacting with being in the location of the statues, right? Because I missed mm-hmm. this, but apparently the daughter's statue head was cut off. Yeah, yeah, broken off, right? So I think I do think, yeah, it, it all fits together. Like all the all three of the all three or four of those characters are going to be interacting in the future.
0: Which is super. It's, it's kind of funny because that was George Lucas, not necessarily the ones per se. But one of his original drafts for his sequel trilogy was dealing with the Wills, um, which mm. was like it's all about the Force. So it's kind of interesting how Dave Filoni might be taking that approach for his stuff, um, but then taking the the arc from Mortis in the Clone Wars into the into like his sequel projects. And I think they might be taking place on this different galaxy. So, like, it, it, it literally does, in the Star Wars canon, either you go this way to the sequels, and they hint on those for Mando. So, like, even the sequel trilogy can make sense in terms of the newest content. Mm. Um, but it also gives us, with, like, Mando, the Ahsoka connections, Book of Boba Fett, with more Ahsoka connections, and Luke, and Grogu. Um and then with Ahsoka leaving our the current known galaxy to go into this one, it's like I wonder if the whole that whole aspect of the ones will be that sequel trilogy quotations. So you've almost mm. got like a, an A option and a B option to like end off your Star Wars kind of chronological order watch per, watch through kind of thing. And then it's like. And then no, one, no one's pissed off at the end of the day. Well, I wouldn't say that too fast, but, mm-hmm. <laughs> but at least, like, both sides of the fandom can be appreciative of the ending to the Star Wars saga. Especially the uh, the George Lucas fanboys, you know?
2: My favorite part of the show was seeing Ahsoka fight again
1: in live action. Mm. <laughs> I would say that my favorite part was just getting, like, I know it's kind of like the whole thing about Star Wars is, like, in a galaxy far, far away, but just how well they did it compared to, like, I want to say Marvel, like, Marvel with introducing, like, a new galaxy being, say, like, uh, what's it called? The multiverse. Yeah. It's kind of like... They they did a really good job at just not like completely exploding the whole the Star Wars. like the Star Wars universe. They still kept like a lot of like the same. They kept the same characters and the characters that we've seen in the past. Like they could have had a whole different race helping out uh, Thrawn, but they had the Night Sisters and just that kind of stuff. Where it's just like they did a really good job of still keeping it compact while going to another uh, galaxy. I like that.
0: Oh I gotta find my uh, yeah. hopes and expectations thing because it's like I think the I think I mentioned this before but it was like ahsoka the show um, clicked o- or checked off all of my hopes and expectations in ways that I didn't expect them to do. Mm, right. Um, so in the first four, I had um, expectations with Dave continuing kind of the same style of George Lucas. I think this was this is August 26th, so do the math there before, in terms of when the show released and all that stuff. Um, new and fresh elements while keeping it the same the Same and familiar, good visuals and soundtrack with Kevin Kiner because it's dope. <laughs> it said almost prequel style lightsaber fights because <laughs> it's, <pretty laughs> it's pretty hard to get back to the prequel stuff without Nick Gillard in, involved in that. Yeah, um, that Sabine isn't super strong with the force but is still able to kick some butt with the lightsaber, so it was, it was pretty fun. That was it, still worked. Um, and then the ones that I haven't checked off yet, which I think I might as I'm doing it, um, maybe new lore. The new lore coming in, this show may be able to tie up any potential loose ends from previous content. Explore new areas of Star Wars, which we did. So yep. that's checked off. <laughs> uh, consistent pacing, uh, despite different directors. Uh, Mando season one and two were able to. I thought it was very consistent. You can check that off. Um, Anakin's Return in Flashbacks and Force Ghost. <laughs> That's a check. Mm. Um Yeah. Double check. Uh didn't get <laughs> triple check. <laughs> yeah. Uh didn't oh. get the Ahsoka Luke and Anakin's Force Ghost, but I can see where they're heading with the show now that I don't care. Um a lot of thrawn yeah. in the back half Do of the mean, show. You mean you
3: mean like Ahsoka and Luke together and then Anakin's ghost? In the same scene. Alive?
0: Like mm. in the same scene, like all interacting together. yeah didn't yeah. get that, but based on the show, I was like, oh, that doesn't matter. Um, appropriate cameos, we had um, Rex, Phase 1 and 2. And then I did outside-of-the-box cameos to Sawage Ventress, who was actually name-dropped. <laughs> um, right. So, yeah. I would say so. That that gets a check. Um, were
1: were first... you... Up... Huh? Sorry, I'm just gonna, like, for cameos, were you upset that Zeb wasn't in it, or... Are you okay with
0: that? Um, it is a little bit unfortunate that he wasn't in there. I think, as far as I remember, he was name dropped in the show in terms of like where he's at. And he's well, like, well, he's, he's also training. like, he's like, where, he's training um, pilots and stuff like that, apparently. Okay. Which is like, oh, at least we kind of know where he is. Still kind of sucks he mm-hmm. doesn't get the joy. Well, don't we also get that from
3: Mando? Mando? Yeah. Yeah. We did see him there.
0: Yeah. 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 Um, didn't get flashbacks of Order 66 with Rex. Um, we actually did get a brief little bit of Anakin training from Tales of the Jedi. Now this is dialogue. Hologram scene, I think. I could be totally wrong, which I'm totally fine if I am. But is hologram message in the beginning of Ahsoka's training? That's apparently direct dialogue. Um, I won't check it off, actually. And then we didn't get the whole star killer thing which is unfortunate but I'm totally okay with that too just because mm-hmm. of where the show ended up going.
1: Yeah, cuz I think they're just trying to solidify the fact that like the whole inquisitors are it's a lot of them are like r- raised up by the night sisters and kind of just bake all, you know what I'm saying, right? Yeah. Yeah. Which which is I'm okay with. I'm happy about that. I think the Night Sister
0: lore was awesome. Mm hmm. And of course I think one of the biggest highlights of the show mm-hmm. was the Clomer's flashbacks and Hayden. Hayden coming back to reprise his role as Anakin. Can't see anybody else playing him. And he killed it. Absolutely killed it. Yeah. And I think it comes down to the director. Unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I think George George got him to do what he wanted him to do in that time, like in those movies, the that role at the time. Um, obviously, Anakin's a much more complex character, and there's a lot more content to go off of. So I think Hayden was able to take that, take that stuff and really come into it properly. Um, especially being, because he's really good at doing like the darker part he's really good at doing the light and caring part he's got all the elements of the character like no problem so that was really cool to see mm-hmm. i think it's very interesting how the finale ends with like thrawn escaping and then ahsoka and sabine are kind of stuck
1: i kind of like it because you see tons of movies in the shows the good prevails but this time you really want to know what's going to happen next because the it's kind of like not concluded. It's 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 like um uh, what's it called? Uh, Avengers uh oh, you got Infinity Endgame War. Infinity War and Endgame like you are like yo what is about to happen because they lost. So there's clearly going to be a, like a sort of revenge thing, right? So that really makes you anticipate like after episode 8 I looked up and I was like I looked it up and I was like is there only 8 episodes? Like or is there 9 episodes that I'm like one episode I'm missing cuz I was like uh they just lost.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: So, I think that was really good.
0: Yeah, no, I like the I like the little twist on the ending cuz then it's just like, well, everyone knows that end like uh, good ends up prevailing in a story. But when you're mm-hmm. not given that right away. Yeah. It Really adds much more suspense for the next season.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, are they doing another season? I hope so.
0: There isn't nothing's. Ah, you know what? Let's do a quick right now. Ahsoka season two question mark question mark Um,
3: it probably hasn't been confirmed.
0: No, I don't think so.
1: Um, but they'd be stupid not to. Am I right or? It
0: could,
3: it could lead into the movie
0: mm-hmm.
3: that Floney's doing. Yeah. Or anything else that Floney's doing, really.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: um. So, according to August Man, Ahsoka Season 2 has not been officially confirmed by Lucasfilm. However, there are strong indications that make it highly likely that a second season will happen. Understandable. Yeah
3: i.e. the way Episode 8 went. Because there are several loose ends.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. okay.
3: Pro- probably, I'm sure, I don't know where Cody ranks this, but probably one of the most rewatchable Star Wars, Disney Star Wars shows to come out. If I'd not say the, the
1: most. most. Yeah.
0: I'd say the most rewatchable since Mando Seasons 1 and 2. Yeah. I could I could do Mando season 1 and 2 again. Oh yeah. I actually I want to go I want to go home. You are home. I want to go That's, home. You beat me to it. <laughs> um let's see. Series and specials yeah. we had oh, Kenobi oh. and then Book of Boba Fett. I was looking at the live action ones in particular. Andor, Mando, Andor
1: andor which sadly i haven't finished yet you haven't finished andor oh. you basically got to rewatch it at this I'll point i have to rewatch the whole thing pretty much but that's wild i'm
0: actually yeah. rewatching it right now um and it is way better as like you watch two at a time instead of just one <laughs> mm. at least cuz it's like they're they're pretty long they're they're longer ones they it's a more intricate story um, yeah, I, which is which is kind of cool. I did like it. I did like it a lot. It was a little bit slower, but I mean, like, if you watch the extended Lord of the Rings, you're fine with longer, <laughs> longer stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's see. Mando. That, well, and that's
3: the whole thing about pacing, right, is consistency Andor has consistent pacing the entire time. Yeah. Right. Like, it's slower than most of the other shows, but it keeps that same pace because all the other shows go way higher and but also lower
0: uh so yeah i would say rewatchable value ahsoka is definitely up there Uh, i think it as you know what i think we'll go for myself personally i think it'd go ahsoka mando season two uh mando season one and then Tales of the Jedi. <laughs> Pro- well, I'm looking at I'm looking at live action because Tales of the Jedi would be above uh, okay. Mando. <laughs> yeah,
1: um, I'm assuming Andor next.
0: I think, yeah, and I think Andor and then Book of Boa Fett, and then Kenobi. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it real. I really don't want to put those guys down there, but they really did not do a good job in that. Um, I don't know if you guys have Man- heard oh, this. Mando oh, season three probably. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. That, that shows you how watchable in the middle. that is. <laughs> I'd <laughs> yeah. probably throw Mendo season three probably above Book of Boba Fett. After,
3: yeah, I would say at least after Andor.
0: Yeah. Because I mean, like...
3: I mean, some of it's really good, and then the other parts are kind of like, this isn't how it should have gone.
0: Yeah, I think with that kind is, of question which in is mind,
3: part, it's... Yeah, that actually doesn't help watching it and the rewatching it is knowing where it should have been and could have been. Yeah. Based on the knowledge of where all the other things were supposed to (coughs) happen in the timeline. That doesn't help the shows.
0: No, it doesn't. Nope. I think from, yeah, I think from an
3: ignorance is bliss side. They're, they're not as bad.
0: Yeah, basically. Um, I think overall about an eight and a half for me. Um, there's some, there's, there's still some questions that I had in terms of like, cause there's Jason Sindula. I really don't think he should have sensed Ahsoka and Anakin's duel. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that was a very, uh, it wasn't, it wasn't a very good choice to, um, for Hera to find Ahsoka. I don't re- I don't think. I don't think Hera heard it herself. I think her saying like, "Oh, okay, yeah, it's just like a mom to a a kid that's like, oh, yeah, yeah, you're 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 great.' Yeah, <laughs> you're not you're not crazy. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's what that was because yeah. it, it wouldn't make any sense for her to hear it. Like if Jason heard it and then Hera heard it, and she doesn't have any force sensitivity.
3: I don't think she did though.
0: No, I don't think so either. I think that's why she just reaffirmed that Jason's not crazy. Um but I really don't think Jason should have heard anything like that. The only the only explanation that I could come up with would be just based on their location. Um I think I, I touched on the force nexus points in the last episode, which I think this location must be because there's no way you could hear something like yeah, so it's like, like a
3: sister Yeah.
0: That wasn't even working, or,
3: or even access it at that point.
0: Yeah, right.
3: Like I really don't think. However, Ahsoka did end up there. Like I don't think that sort of thing should and could happen anywhere.
0: No, really, maybe certain characters in certain locations at the most. It makes...
3: Right, because where was where was the the actual like the first time like when we saw it with ezra and and vader wasn't that in like a like by like a sith temple or like one of those
0: um so yeah okay so with that with that um it was in rebels um rebel season four finale um you can just kind of jump ahead and watch that if you really wanted to tonight still because it's not very long um let's see i just can't four. remember where
3: it was because i know we watched it together that's one of the few things i've seen in rebels because we watched it together way back yeah i just don't remember where it is like where where that happens because i'm assuming um, that is also influenced
0: yeah so yeah. ezra finds a jedi temple on Lothal. um which is the planet that, like the beginning, the first episode, and Sabine was like running away on a biker, uh, a speeder bike with like the rock music kind of thing. That's Lothal. Um, in Rebels, Ezra finds a Jedi temple on Lothal and figures out how to get into it. And in that, on that portal entrance, it's the father, son, and daughter on the portal entrance, mm. and it's just, like a massive puzzle thing. It's it's really interesting. It's just like one episode. Um, well. I think episode twelve and thirteen kind of ties together. Probably, probably fourteen, but not really. But he enters in, and then he f- is able to find Ahsoka in the world between worlds when she's fighting Vader at the Sith Temple, and pulls her out. In which case, obviously, stuff happens. Um, yeah, that could be a whole other thing in itself because I can I can go off in that too. But
3: mm-hmm.
0: that's yeah, kind of where de- that I is. I definitely
3: think the war between worlds like world between worlds should be like relatively restri- like quite restricted access yeah like it still is right mm. and like you're definitely not it's it shouldn't be like yeah it shouldn't be freely seen slash whatever without an abundance of the force per se
0: What do you guys think? Finish off with with your overall thoughts, favorite parts, rating, reasons why, where you'd place it in the other Star Wars shows, the ones that you've seen?
1: Yeah, like for me, I'd say I definitely place it up pretty high. Just I think the problem was the fact that I just had low expectations from the beginning, not necessarily of the show, but just from the past shows. And it's kind of like, okay, like this is your last chance. And, like, in my opinion. um, And so I do think they succeeded in that way. And there's always things that you could be like, oh, I think you could have touched on that or that kind of stuff. But in the end, I think they did really well with what they had. And they kept to the lore pretty well, uh, even going into a new galaxy. So, yeah. That's what I think. I could find that.
3: I'm not even sure how I would rate it. Either out of 10 or just in comparison to
0: other shows. You can do Mm -hmm. 10 in comparison to other shows.
3: (laughs) No, that's what I'm saying is I don't know.
0: What was your favorite season?
3: I guess like how everything could have gone or like if you compare the show to the best it could have been, probably somewhere between seven and nine. Mhm. Um, based on how far you want to take where they could have gone and stuff like that. Like how ambitious you are. <laughs>
2: right.
3: Um, I don't know. Maybe I have to just rewatch Mando season one and two, and then see where I place it in comparison. Because yeah, those two seasons definitely like they crushed it.
0: Mhm. I would agree um, with that.
3: Yeah, I think all three shows are pretty much on par with each other. For myself, like this was definitely enjoyable every like every episode, and yeah, just multiple points. Within the series, you're like, "There's no way!" Like, or "Oh, holy crap!" They're referencing that, and like those types of moments, you get a few of those in the show, and it's it's just it's good,
1: and you know it's going well. Yeah. You get warm fuzzies. I do.
0: I do. Yeah, it's a good one. Tingly feeling. <laughs> um... Yeah.
3: I don't know if I have much else to say.
0: Mm-hmm. no but I uh the I don't either this
3: comments were just about things as we were talking about it
0: yeah I think you know I think the only thing that kind of sucks well yeah it does kind of suck that I don't I don't know what they're gonna do with Balin, man yeah because
3: yeah, the actor is not coming back
0: yeah the actor is uh <laughs> if he did gone. I'd be a little concerned <laughs> yeah yeah I know it's a th- yeah. people have been talking about doing a recast
1: I um, think it's really difficult to recast Ray Stevenson like just the way he portrayed that character oof
3: yeah, it's, it's going to be a real tough decision either way Yeah. because the way they finish the series you need the character to keep going
1: I, I think if anything they're just going to do an animated series about him I think that's the best way that they can go ahead with continuing to tell a story, um, but also not having to, like, do a recast. Like, obviously, you're not going to have the same voice, but really, is it that hard to find the same voice for someone who talks really low and really softly? Is that really that difficult? No. No, it's so not. We should I send
0: think... an application for you.
1: I I tend to disagree, oh, but yeah. Okay so but yeah i think that that's the best way that they can kind of tell his, like continue a story uh, without a recast which i think is their best option but
0: i think yeah i think i'm definitely oh, i would that's like, it's always a tough line to draw because it's like well you don't really want to do ahsoka season two with animation no. right So it's like um, I think it's a weird because I can definitely see where you're coming from because I I definitely agree with that because um, I mean you look at Tales of the Jedi and you've got Qui Gon and Dooku like young versions of them and it was yeah. like they're still the character right mm-hmm. um, so but it's you can definitely do that I also think you could almost get away like it a tribute to Ray Stevenson like realize like tell your fans like hey. We wanted to continue this legacy character because he's a mm-hmm. fan favorite. We still want to continue his story. Um, yeah. It's in tribute to Ray Stevenson, mm-hmm. that kind of thing, because he, he killed it. Um, yeah. But this is, yeah. I think, I think acknowledgement would help them in so, a very,
1: very big way i have a question could they not because technically ray stevenson was like a jedi could they not make an animated series of a tales of a jedi for ray stevenson because let's be honest do we really want to see Abaloth in live action probably not that'd be pretty scary um i well i am too but you know i'm saying right not for so like for kids for the children not for kids. Um not for kids. Mm. Um, but like I think then do the Ahsoka show by without the Ray Stevenson or sorry, the Balin Skull kind of um plot and then have what the outcome would have been from Ray Stevens from Balin Scroll with potentially Abaloth in live action. Like at the end of the show of the Ahsoka series season two. I think that would be a good way to do it. And then you're kind of combining the, like, you've got Tales of a Jedi and Ahsoka kind of merging at the end, where the end of the show of Tales of a Jedi gets to the point at the end of Ahsoka, and it's kind of like the finish of Tales of a Jedi, and then the Ahsoka show ends as well.
0: Or like the end of Balin Skull's plot story.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I can, yeah. I think I, can get behind I think that. that'd be kind of cool. But I doubt that would ever happen just because... It's Disney. It's Disney, so...
0: (laughs) Politics. I just remembered this one now um, in terms of recasting. Mm. I mean, you look at um, an actor like Harrison Ford for Han Solo. Mm -hmm. And who got recasted to some guy that I still don't even know the name of. Which I can just do a quick search.
1: But to be honest, I think he killed it as Solo. Alden... Hey Renrich,
0: <laughs> totally botched that one,
1: Alden. Renrich um, man, yeah,
0: like he he killed it, and it he was did. originally like, oh, there's a younger version of Han Solo. How are they gonna do Harrison Ford's Han Solo justice, right? And he mm-hmm. and he did a good job. I think if they're gonna recast, yeah. we just wait and see what happens. I think that's the only way mm-hmm. you can do it. There is the. Yeah. Obviously, there's a the part of me where it's like, yeah, let's let's see Balin's backstory and where he's at in like a Tales of the Jedi esque mm-hmm. sort of format, because yeah, Dave Filoni thrives in the animation stuff.
1: Yeah, but, I think it's also, but you c- I don't necessarily think you can compare like say that like recasting for Han Solo because it's just you're putting in a younger version, so you could quite literally pick anybody, almost. Whereas. Like be what right, but like whereas Balin, he's older. So unless you were to do a live-action younger version of him, Order 66 in the temple, he escapes. What that be uh Anyways, um, ah, stop it. I think that that'd be kind of difficult to recast. I don't know.
0: Sorry, I want to repeat that again because I had YouTube playing over by accident.
1: Oh no, yeah, for sure. I I just I was just like saying like it's hard to compare. Han Solo's recasting compared to Balin's because Han Solo's was just making it a younger version, right? Sure. So it's kind of like
0: the recast. It would be really difficult to (laughs)
1: recast. Pardon? That's true. They did. They did
0: recast Dumbledore. I guess that was still early enough in the Harry Potter series that they could do that and get away with it.
1: I've never watched Harry Potter.
3: I. Don't think I've even seen a single movie from start to finish. I've seen yeah, m- many parts of all of them because my siblings. Had... <laughs> what? Binged them a few times, but. Uh...
1: Doesn't your brother read the books like religiously?
3: Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if he still does now that he got his PS5, but.
0: <laughs> now he plays, Priorities. Now he plays Hogwarts Legacy religiously. Uh... Yeah.
1: Apparently, that game is nuts.
0: Yeah, my co worker has it.
3: From what I've and seen, it's not bad. Nuts. There's a few mm-hmm. parts to the game that are.
1: A few bugs, if overly you
3: will. Time consuming as well. Oh, like, okay. It's just, this is too much of a grind. And, like, there's mm-hmm. a couple things, like. I think there's a couple, like, it was like UI or menu mm-hmm. issues per se, We're just changing something would take like five to ten minutes which should only take
1: like 20 seconds half a minute
3: tops yeah
1: yeah So,
3: yeah hmm. but that could have been fixed like that was that was back like within the first couple months that it came out so hmm. right i don't know that is yeah.
0: unfortunate and with that that is the end of the episode for today and as always thank you for listening Uh, I just want to give a shout-out to Dave Filoni and Star Wars for giving us this show. It's been a long time coming for some half-decent Star Wars. Um, Thank you for listening, and uh, we hope to see you in our next series discussions. But until then, remember, the Force will be with you always.